0: Hey, this is Gary. This is Mike. And Daniel. We're not professionals. We're just three addicts sharing our experiences, strength, and hope regarding recovery.
1: Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to other addicts and to practice these principles in our lives.
2: Welcome to another episode of the 12th Step Podcast. This is Mike. And I'm Gary. And this is Daniel. Tonight, we're going to talk about one of our final readings in the in the SAA program it's on acceptance all right I'm just going to read this just because I think it's going to give us a place to start and then uh, let, let's talk about this uh, uh this in depth acceptance is the answer to all my problems today when I'm disturbed it's because I find some person place thing or situation some fact of my life unacceptable to me and I can find no serenity till I accept that person place thing or situation as being exactly the way it was supposed to be at this moment. Until I could accept my sex addiction, I could not stay sober. Unless I accepted life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world as on what needs to be changed in me and in my attitudes. It's one of my favorite readings. We share that uh, regularly in our SAA meetings, and I think it's, uh, it's so perfect, it's so fitting as our final
1: reading. Thoughts? On the concept of acceptance i like it i think it's a vi- i think it's vital i i think it's a key concept for a lot of things that we do in recovery sure y- you know um the-, the whole idea of you got to take life on life's terms is based in acceptance right yeah you know the whole uh most of your steps have an acceptance kind of piece about them right you know uh, in fact, let's see. What does the first step say? I accepted that I was powerless to, right. you know. No, I like,
2: I like that. There's a piece here that I I really think is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm disturbed, when I'm disturbed, and it's so we talked a little bit about this in our start of our Sage Three yeah. group this here this last week, where we have these, where we have this, this. Uh, um, Impulse. We have this this, this uh, factor that's something yeah, that's... A, something that's... Appealing. I don't remember the exact name that we used before, it but it's this... Oh, it's this sensation. It's whatever it is. Yeah. Anyway, it's this... I have this thing. I'm disturbed. It's because I find some person, place, thing, or situation, some fact in my life that's unacceptable to me. That's exactly the basis of addictive behavior. Mm-hmm. My acting out behavior was all about I'm disturbed. Mm-hmm. I'm upset. I'm having this mo- emotional moment. I'm having this reaction to something that was said or done i'm finding something about that that's unacceptable mm-hmm. which was fertile fertile soil for acting out behavior and yet that's real life yeah each one of us have some sort of a stimulus that causes us some unrest of something like that and yet healthy people are able to deal with that an addict obviously that's the that's the fertile soil to say hey i can't i can't my serenity's been upset and therefore i've got to go do something about that so Again, these these, situ- these situations, these things that are upsetting to us, uh, I find that completely unacceptable to me, and I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, or thing, or situation as being exact- exactly the way it's supposed to be at that moment. Now, that suggests that this didn't just happen by circumstance or by happenstance, yeah. that this is exactly what it is that we needed at that moment in our life to help us through. What yeah. do you
0: think? I, well, I mean... It, it fits perfectly for what I'm going through. So this this kind of works. You know, as I mentioned before um, in another episode, you know, my, my leases come up. It, you know, it's they're not renewing it. I have to go find something else. Um, and, You know, now, as I was talking, you know, I, I went in. I, you know, I was griping. I'll, I, I'll admit it. I was griping. A little bit in victim stance. Like, oh, man, this sucks. This is happening to me. Blah, 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 blah. You know, Shane put me right you know well yeah this wouldn't be happening if XYZ wouldn't have happened but I've come to accept because I'm, I'm realizing like a few weeks prior um you know I had been talking to someone I'm like I just can't write at my apartment and that's what i love to do I can't I just can't write in this environment and he's like is is that just you trying to blame something or is that really the case and so I'm like no it's really that and he's like okay well Let's let's test this out. Let's go somewhere go somewhere else and write. So I, I, I went over to Barnes and Noble. I wrote a thousand words in an hour, which is astronomically fast for me. And so I came back and I said, Yeah, look, there it is. There's proof in the pudding. And he's like, Okay, so what are you gonna do about it? I'm like, I don't know. And then a couple of weeks later I get this and I'm just like, All right, there it is. God's telling me, All right, you said that you can't write here. This is what you want to do. So, I'm giving you the gift of you go find another place. And so I just kind of like, Wow. So I'm like, All right, I accept this. But you know what? It sucks, but I
1: accept this. Good for you for having the wherewithal to see it that way. All right. Yeah. Well, no,
0: in the past, Mm -hmm. you know, in my addictive behavior, it would have been like, Oh, crap. You know, woe is me. Life sucks. I'm getting dealt a rotten hand of cards. But no, this is just, All right. Got, you know, I told God I can't do this. I want to do this. And so he's like,
1: all right, well, here you go. You said you want out. Yep. <laughs> here you go. Huh? Do you know, it's it's kind of interesting that you said that. You made me think of something. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I believe it was a moment of, you know, thinking about what you said, I believe it was a moment of acceptance that really helped me get through something. You know, I, re- I remember very clearly after that major car accident, you know, realizing this is right after the car settled mm-hmm. and, and realizing, okay, this is the situation. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Yeah. And, and, and it, it wasn't even a, there, there was a brief moment of I wanted to be angry or feel sorry mm-hmm. for myself or me, yeah, but I, I quickly realized, okay, none of that's going to be helpful. <laughs> yeah. In, in, fact, in, in fact, it was, I was made to understand that it, I didn't have the resources to waste yeah. into that kind of stuff, right? Right. And, but the minute that I accepted the situation, you know, okay. Here I am. Now I can deal with. You know, sure. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I have the the ability to actually move forward with this. There's actually yeah. a line I want to read in this do. because I think it's relevant.
2: I don't know how long it took you to accept the idea that you were an addict, a sex addict, particularly. But for me, it took me a long time. Uh, I had a really roughly. Hard time. A, if, let's see,
0: seven years. <laughs> yeah, well, do you know? Do you know? What I would say <laughs> if I go from the point. That it was thrown out at me. Yeah, I seven think years. even
2: when I started my uh, my group work, I still was, and my counselor sessions and things like that. I was still very uncomfortable with the idea of saying that I was a sex. Addict. Oh yeah, I no. couldn't say do you that.
1: Know, do you know? You, you just said that, and I just had a flashback. Really? I was seventeen years old. I was in a park, and I was telling a girl that I was dating that uh, that you know she was talking about how she was struggling with some smoking and describing it, and I remember thinking. I couldn't feel that way with this whole masturbation thing, mm. and then I thought, "Nah, is that an addiction? <laughs> no, nah. but that that you know, in yeah. answer to your question, uh, you know, so at least the idea had at one and no, I didn't want to accept right. that. I didn't want well, to accept that. I mean, for me, now let me
2: finish the sentence. Yeah. okay. Let me finish the sentence. Go ahead. No, <laughs> I could ex- um, until I could accept my sex addiction. I could not stay sober. Mm-hmm. That's the sentence. Okay, repeat yeah.
1: that one more time from beginning to
2: Until end. Until I I could accept my sex addiction, I could not stay I could not stay sober. Unless I accept life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. That's the complete sentence. Yeah. All right, I like that. But it's powerful when you think about when you think about when it was that sobriety really kicked into mm-hmm. your life. When amassing some amount of clean time really required you to accept the fact that you are who you are. Yeah. That this is where you're at. This is what's gone on to this point in time in your life. And you've arrived here. This is where you're at. Just like the car coming to coming to complete stop. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I can't waste resources on some of the other stuff we're talking about here. I have to start focusing on what's really, really important and what's what's relevant. And the same thing with recovery. I have to accept the fact that I'm an addict. Mm-hmm. In the absence of the acceptance of that, I can't find sobriety.
0: Well, so for me, I I, I didn't want to call myself that. Because if I said that, you know, because I have a couple of al- uncles that are alcoholics. I have no memory without them having a beer in their hand still to di- this day. Sure, sure. Uh, they, they're they still drinking. And one is passing away because they're slowly dying because his liver's failing. He has emphysema. He, he has, yeah. You know, he, and for me to call myself an addict... In my mind, that was equating me to him. Right. And I didn't want to be that because, you know, I still felt like I was better than that and stuff. I didn't want to do that. But you're right. The second I finally admitted, okay, I am an addict. This is my problem. That doesn't make me him. This is me as an addict.
1: Things started moving. That's right. After That's that right. acceptance. It's
2: the, basis of it, it's the basis of recovery.
1: Yeah. I think it's the basis for a lot of things. It is. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, I think that's a basis for some healthy living, you know, which I'll, which really is what recovery is leading yeah. you to. But, but the moment that you accept a situation or a problem, it's, it's then mm. that you, you're granted the ability to start actually yeah. doing something about it. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. And,
0: and the other big thing that really helped me is accepting that I'm human and I can mess up. Yeah. I don't have to be perfect, right? you know, right. because when I messed up. I was like, "Oh crap! I'm not, this doesn't look perfect. I, I gotta hide this." No, I, I don't need to do that. I can say, "Well, I screwed up here, but this is what I'm going to do to fix that." Yeah. Or, "Hey, I don't know how to fix this. Can you give me some help?" Or, you know, and there's, some, help "There's some acceptance in there yeah. too, you yeah. know."
1: What? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> I, I I just am. I'm, I'm loving this conversation. It's 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 really brilliant. It's well stated. It's yeah. a fantastic,
2: yeah. it's a fantastic uh, paragraph on, on an understanding of, of recovery. Mm-hmm. One of the great things I remember, um, because so much of our religious experience, so much uh-huh. of our faith-based experience mm-hmm. is this idea that we have to live a perfect life. Yeah. Right? And acceptance flies in the face of that. This whole paragraph flies in the face of all of that that we were raised with, that the idea that we had to be perfect. Because you're right. We're not perfect.
0: Yeah. We don't
2: have to be perfect. There was never ever in a requirement anywhere that perfection was was what was required. Yeah. Our best effort was required. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always been required for our best effort, but that has some implication of the possibilities of failing. In fact, it was quite understood that we would fail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. It was built into the whole plan into of it. Into the all. system, yeah. Into the system that we would fail and that we would need to rely on some other power greater than ourselves mm-hmm. to restore us to sanity. I think yeah. But my point being is, is that it, my point being is we have to accept that, and when we understand that and accept that, that's the basis then of when we can start accumulating some growth, right? yeah. some development, some understanding. You
1: know, it, it occurs to me that you fight against it. you, you fight against it until you, until you exactly, accept it until you yeah. accept it. Whatever. Which it might, is yeah.
2: some level of of what, what's the Surrender, surrender Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. some level of surrender. Acceptance and surrender almost go hand in hand. Yeah, for Can't sure. Can't have one without the other kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, this is a really deep, deep paragraph. And I love the fact that we share that every time or regularly in our, in, our, in our groups.
1: You know, once you accept something, I think this is the, you know, when you accept something, you put yourself in, I think, at least one of two situations. Number one, I've accepted the reality of the situation I'm in, whatever it might be. Sure and now I have the power to do something about
2: Absolutely. it.
1: Absolutely. Or I've accepted the reality of the situation I'm in, recognized that I can't do anything about it, and now I can surrender that.
2: Absolutely. Now I can
1: turn that over to, to God. Right. You know? And until, until you're willing to do that, you can't be in either one of those places. You can't.
2: You can't. Which adds to the final piece of the sentence,
1: right? Unless, unless I accept life completely on
2: life's terms, mm-hmm. I cannot be happy. Yeah happiness is what we all seek. Yeah. Happiness is what drove us to this point of addiction, right? We somehow thought that heading down this rabbit hole would teach us happiness because that's what we were looking we We're missing happiness in our life. Yep. And it's the, it's the acceptance of accepting life on life's terms, accepting the fact that we can't control every circumstance and every situation that comes up, accepting that, once we accept that as being reality, uh-huh. the chaos of it all, the beauty of it all, you know, the, the the pure whatever it is, accepting that as though it's supposed to be, then we can be happy.
1: Right. Because it gives, because once you accept it, right? Right. Once you've accepted it, then it gives meaning. It gives meaning. Yes. And that meaning gives you joy, you know? Right. It's, it's within those meanings that you find that that's how come you can look at a circ, a situation like something terrible happening in your absolutely. life. and see, mm-hmm. see the, the meaning gift. in it. Yeah, find, yes, the gifts, find the gift. And then you can then you can rejoice in those things and be grateful for those things. Yes. But until you you take that first step of accepting that, you're gonna find a it's gonna be really hard to get there. You, right. You, you see what I'm saying? I do, I do. And it also
0: kinda you you have to have a level of vulnerability in accepting. Sure, in that. absolutely. And so I mean just that alone You know, uh, there was a, there's a talk that Brene Brown gave about vulnerability and being vulnerable and accepting that, you know, you're human, you're going to make mistakes. They've actually found that people are more happy. You know, they're, they have more joy than people. that are always fretting over everything. They're worried. You know, they're, oh, if, if I'm not perfect, you know, the world's going to explode. Right. You carry all this stress and you're not happy and then you're depressed and you, you you want to drink or you cope, you know, you want to numb out. Yeah. Um, but maybe. when you realize and accept, okay, I, I made a mistake. All right. It's not the end of the world. Right. It gives you the power to yeah. deal with it. Learn from yeah. it and move on. Yeah. Right. And then when you're done, wow, man, I, I learned you, I learned a lot from that or, wow, well, I'm glad that's over it. You feel uh, joy. I, it's all these more positive things that come out I'm, of it.
1: I'm glad that's over. Yeah. I'm really grateful that I learned that thing. Yeah. You know, life's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it came out of that a little, you know,
0: that wasn't as bad as I thought when yeah. I was in yeah. the trenches. Now that I'm looking back at it,
2: there's a final sentence here. I think that's really, really applicable to me because so much about my addictive behavior was about everybody else. The influence oh, yeah. that they were having on my life. Right. Mm hmm. I, was, I didn't feel like I was ever in control of anything that was mine, time particularly, right? Everybody owned some segment of my time. Mm-hmm. And it used to just make me so crazy. The constant, like, this is my time. I had to be able to have five minutes to myself. Well, the sentence is this. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world as what needs to be changed in me and in my attitudes. Mm-hmm. So much of finding peace, finding serenity, finding happiness, finding joy, is about recognizing the fact that we really have no control over everything outside of us. Yep. We can't control what people say to us, how they like us, how they don't like us, how they drive by us. <laughs> We've all experienced some amount of road rage and what mm-hmm. they, you know, mm-hmm. how they, we can't control any of those things. And when we try to control those things, we can't accept, we can't find happiness in any way, shape, or form simply because we can't accept it. Yeah. We're not in a place to be able to accept peace and serenity. So acceptance has everything in the world to do about our own place, mm-hmm. our own being, our how well we ex- how well we fit into our environment our in our world. Yeah, I just want to go I want to
1: jump right back into that life on life's terms. Absolutely. You know, you accept life on life's terms then you understand that Life is hard and it's full of challenges. And then when it's hard and it's full of challenges, you think, oh, it's just like it's supposed (laughs) to be. I guess I'm doing something right. (laughs) And
2: that is not a trite term. No. I think so oftentimes that we hear that, well, life is just hard. And we walk away thinking, well, yeah, you know, it can't be too hard in your life. Look at how you're living. Everything seems Uh to be good in uh your world, you know. At least from an outsider's perspective, it seems as though everything's going well for you. But the reality of it is, is that life really is hard
1: for everyone.
2: Yes, yes. And that when we can accept the fact that it's hard for everyone, we give everybody a little bit more space. Right. We're a little more understanding of the things In, that they're going through, well, including it, ourselves. Including
1: yeah. ourselves.
0: Well, I mean, it yeah. kind of goes to, you know, like what the Sage 3 book is, is talking about with the hero's journey. Uh-huh. There is a point where the hero has to accept to move on. Right. Yep. You know, it, things are happening. He, he either has to choose to just run away or accept and, and move forward. And as they accept it and move forward, they learn new tools and new skills. So when they, you know, they come, go back into the ordinary world, these tough things don't matter. They have the the skills and the tool set to, to Mm -hmm. deal with them. that's kind of like what we're doing, but we have to accept that first before we can learn those new skills and and tools.
2: Yeah. Again, right from the very top, acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that, that's so true that is so true so we have listeners out there who are experiencing problems who are experiencing mm-hmm. very difficult yes. things and an acceptance of those circumstances acceptance of, different, of those difficult things as being first of all a gift yeah right there's no question about it and I don't care how bad it is I really don't it, it's I can honestly say now you know, people are going to say, well, yeah, gee, Mike, things seem to be going pretty well for you, whatever. But I'm telling you that there were some very difficult days in my life. Mm -hmm. There were some very difficult days in all of our lives in terms of how we lived through that and what we made it through. But there's a gift in that. And finding the gift is the secret to it and accepting it as being the answer to everything. When we can accept that, we can begin to change. We can begin to find peace, we can begin to find serenity, we can begin to find happiness. That's right. And
1: and therein lies the secret to why you can talk to somebody who's been in recovery for a long time and they're grateful for their Absolutely. for their addiction. For the you know, don't recommend it, don't want to go back to it, <laughs> but I wouldn't give up what I've taken from it for Absolutely. anything. Absolutely. Yeah. Now I
2: will tell you that I share that regularly that I am so grateful for this, you know, for this this thing that's been a part of my life. And those around me just, you know, it just those that know. Stunned at my, you know, at my, uh, at my insistence of that particular thing. But this really has been this path of recovery. Really has been an incredible walk for me. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's been the same for you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and, and more more than likely, those people have not accepted yet. And so they're hearing that, like, how can you be grateful for all this garbage that it, this thing keeps bringing to
2: me? Well, now I will say, in all fairness, that a lot of those people that I share that with end up being the the uh, those that have been, you know, have experienced so much trauma in their life as yeah. a result of my addiction. Yeah. So they don't see it quite with the same uh-huh. level of yeah. gratitude that I do. And I understand yeah. that. I but, do completely you know, as
0: you that. get further away, because you, you accept those things, it's like, wow, that thing taught me this. Right. That, yeah, it wasn't, you know, this addiction wasn't the greatest, but it helped me through some really bad th- things. I mean, especially yeah. for me, it helped me through some really bad things. Yes, mm. it hurt other people, but even if I, as I dissect everything, I still was learning things and being directed in a certain direction to where mm. I'm at now, where I'm healthier and, and you know, emotionally and I have cl- great amount, well, I don't have as much as Gary, but I have a great amount of clean time for myself. Mm that if i keep on this path i will hit that target one day and you know i, f- I when i go home i i can put my hat on on the stand and feel good yeah. about myself yeah. even if i had a, a rough day because even a rough day now is nothing like a rough day as it used right? to be right
2: yeah yeah i'm going to yeah. share it and it's it's a religious it's a religious perspective um, i apologize to our leader or to our readers or our listeners who you know may not necessarily know but I, uh, I was reading a story of one we consider to be at one of our church leaders who was talking to a, a, a youth who was experiencing a tremendous amount of trouble in his life. And he had this individual, this, this church leader that we, had, that we consider to be a significant person in our, in our faith, uh, made the observation, who experienced tremendous amounts of medical, uh, medical issues, so much to the point that cancer had actually taken a big chunk of his, of his throat. So when he spoke, he had a very, very distinct, raspy voice. And he made the comment, he's very, old, very elderly, older in life, and he's having this conversation with this younger person who's, you know, completely off their, off their rails. And he made the comment, he said, "You know, he says, "I've had these tremendous pains and sufferings that have happened in my life as a result of these medical conditions, And they've been very, very hard on me, And he said, "I sure would have loved to have lived my life without those." <clears throat> but then he said this, he said, which was really profound. he said, "This was the price I was willing to pay to find God."
1: Oh, I like that.
2: And I think that, uh, I think that's powerful. Yeah. I think that's powerful. The realization that so much about what we've gone through really has pointed us, you know, this whole 12-step program is based on the premise, this understanding and this realization that God, as it's kind of identified from you know, from very early on, 20s kind of a thing, to maybe even now as maybe we've softened it some to be a higher power. But this idea, this notion that I'm going through these things as a result of the cost, the price that I'm willing to go to to find a relationship with God, that's powerful. That is very yeah. powerful. That's I powerful. love that. Thank you. <laughs> so I, uh, th- with that, I know we've run, a ton- run out of time. This is a fantastic topic. And I will tell you that as I listen to this concept of acceptance, more often than not. Um, I'm, I'm going to pay a little more attention to it because I think it's a powerful, powerful reading. So it is. with that, this is Mike saying, do the work necessary to find the peace that recovery can bring.
1: And this is Gary saying, do the next right thing.
0: And this is Daniel saying, find the
2: humility in your recovery.
1: Thank you for listening to the podcast. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, thoughts, or concerns, or have any suggestions for future episodes, please contact us at 12steppodcast at gmail.com. That is podcast at gmail.com. As a fellowship of recovering addicts, Sex Addicts Anonymous offers a message of hope to anyone who suffers from sex addiction. Check out saa-recovery.org.